0: Good morning, good morning. On today's podcast, I have special guest, Donnie Bovine. Donnie is changing the game of business development. At the age of 22, right out of the Marine Corps, he struggled with what to do next. He landed his first straight commission sales job and has spent over two decades learning what it takes to be successful in sales, business, and life. At the age of 40, he discovered he'd been living other people's dreams and not chasing his own. Launching his own business, He found himself and grew an international business success champions. He is the founder and CEO of the success champions, family of companies, success champion, network champions, table growth mode, podcast, success champion magazine, and the Badass business summit. His story about becoming a success champion in his own life has inspired thousands to build business freedom. Have a listen.
1: Have you ever had negative thoughts in your mind that you aren't good enough that you'll never be successful? If so, you're not alone. I've had those thoughts playing in my mind ever since I took the leap to become an entrepreneur. It's a dirty, dark secret that no one likes to talk about as the glamorization of becoming an entrepreneur is shown in the media. I realized that in order to succeed, I needed help. We all do. So I decided to go all in on myself, spending thousands of hours in the trenches, reading, joining groups, listening to podcasts, hiring coaches to develop a bulletproof morning routine for success. Join me on my journey as together, we build our morning fire to ignite our lives as entrepreneurs. My name is Jeff Wickersham, and this is the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast.
0: Welcome to the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast. I am amped up, excited to have Donnie on the podcast today. Donnie, welcome to the show. Dude, I'm
2: honored to be here. I almost said that was almost a good intro. I mean, it was almost good. I I, I was almost entertained. So now, dude, I'm, I'm totally stoked to be hanging out with your brother. It's always a fun conversation with you. So thanks for having me on, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's, I know the energy is going to be amped up for this uh, for this session, but let's, let's amp it up even more. So we're going to do three power breaths in through the belly, up through the chest, raise our hands above our head. Go ahead, breathe in and out. Good. Another breath in and out. Last breath in. And out. all right, now we're going to get a power boom in in three, two, one, and boom. Boom. There you go. There you go. Love it. Love it, Donnie. Appreciate you being on. So I eat, sleep, and breathe morning habits, rituals, routines. I feel like they are the foundation to success. What's a couple of things you do first thing in the morning that that starts you down that path towards
2: success? Dude, I wanted to totally throw a curveball for your entire crowd. So <laughs> so I'm gonna literally tell everybody they should buy a fucking farm. Um, and I'm a hundred percent serious on this. So my wife and I run a dwarf Nigerian goat farm, in okay. addition to the six fucking companies. And let me tell you, when you have something in life that forces you into a routine you have no excuses left. So, so I was already a very, very regimented morning person. You know, everything had its set place and time. I started the day off the same way, but when we bought the farm, um, I had no idea the volume or level of work that came with actually running and working a full working farm. And so um, when we started getting into goats, um, and it's funny, I have a lot of fans of my shows and stuff that follow me and are constantly asking for more pictures and stuff of the baby goats. And um, and if people are ever wondering, yeah, those little videos, you see the little baby goats hopping around and shit, that's all real, right? Um, but with having the farm, and the reason I throw that out there is, is it forces you to stay in a hardcore regiment because these animals can't take care of themselves. Right.
1: Um, you know,
0: yeah. I can hear you. Ah. Uh, I am hey, shut. Isn't it funny we were talking about real life before we got on? For sure,
2: hundred percent, dude. <laughs> this is this is how you know it's real life. Talk about a farm and then everything goes off the air. There you um, go. I am shutting everything down on my end. So we should be back. We we are back. I I, All right, I hear cool. You loud and clear. So it was
0: getting into the farm and it was talking about, yep. you know, the the goats and wanting and have pictures and just being very regimented.
2: Very morning of treating that, you know, and then going out my tank. Retain that process and what was actually serving So now I make that instead meditation and all this stuff first, I now go out and spend time with the animals. So My phone out there, anything, But the kind of meditation of getting into the routine of feeding the goats, taking care of the farm, waking the chickens up, you know, most of the roosters and shit are already crowing and whatnot, but, but and setting the stage. With people who aren't yelling at me, who aren't fucking bashing me on social media, people who aren't, you know, knocking me down, trying to fucking keep me at their level, and it's a cool way to get centered throughout the day. And then I go back into the traditional regiment of, you know, let's do some meditation, let's do some journaling, let's take a cold fucking shower. Not like that stupid shit I saw you do where you jumped in the <laughs> ice tank, but you know, y'all crazy fuckers doing the Wim Hof stuff, y'all, oh, y'all, y'all go have it. Um, you know, there's the, if, if somebody wanted me in that cold of water, he'd have put fur around my ass. Um, (laughs) but, uh, uh, you know, when you have a regimented morning, I think it's always healthy to every once in a while, come in and just shock the system Mm -hmm. and change it up. Because I think once we get into such a regimented routine that we get numb to the effect and the results of it. So having the farm and having to throw these animals in the mix um, was really, really, really healthy. Um, and even so far that now my favorite part of <clears throat> running the farm is literally jumping on the back of a tractor and going work the field for a couple hours um, because nobody can bother you. Nobody can get to right. you. It's a total tune out. So, so whether you have animals at home, right? Go take care of somebody else that shows you unconditional love. Cause you know, you walk in your house and your dogs right there. Right. That motherfucker doesn't realize there's a bad day. Right. Yeah. You know, and they're always excited. So having the animals in the mix and being able to get them to shake up my day and change the rhythm has been freaking phenomenal to get my days off and rocking and rolling. And I bet nobody else has said that on your show. So I was excited to throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: I love it. And I love right. One, having, something that forces you into those habits, rituals, that regimen, right? And when I had two sons when I was younger, I I always said, listen, I have alarm clocks that I can't hit the snooze button on. Like when they start (laughs) crying, I need to get up, right? We have a couple cats in the house. I feed them in the morning, no matter what room I'm sleeping in, they find me at about 4.15 in the morning because that's when I'm typically up and it's, hey, we want to eat. So that, that forcing as well as I do like how you said, shift it. And throw a curveball every so often, change it up. I love to do that on the weekends, right? I, I just recently went on a, a trail run at 6 a.m. It was pitch black with a lamp on, headlamp, and you got to be very aware. You can't think of anything else but what's that next step? Because if you don't, you're gonna fall on your face, right? So it's it's those pieces to the uh, to the puzzle. So love that. So let's get right into it. How do you react when life punches you in the face, right? And I'd love to hear kind of the, the backstory and and then guidance on that
2: yeah for sure so i didn't know you could start a business until uh i was 40 years old i mean nobody in my family was entrepreneur i didn't have the fucking lemonade stands that all these people talk about and stuff um you know i was a sales guy and so it wasn't really until i turned 40 years old that i even knew that starting or building a business was going to be a thing so i walked away from a very lucrative career um to tackle this whole idea and, and of being a business owner. And um, it's a fun story I've told on thousands of podcasts, but, you know, long story short, business partner looked at me and said, thank God you're my retirement plan. At that moment, I'd realized I'd live my entire life being somebody else's fucking retirement plan. So I walked away from it all and I launched my company success champion. And, you know, up to that point, I'd been a straight commission sales guy. I, I'd, I'd never run a business and so six months into running the business, um, I had to stand on the back porch of my farm and look at my wife and go, babe, we're about to lose everything we freaking own, because I have no idea how to be a business owner. Okay. And, you know, growing up, the CEO of a company wasn't somebody you saw, right? They were always kind of the, the, you know, the Wizard of Oz man behind the curtain type of thing. So, you know, I spent most of my first six months Instead of building a company, I built a really shitty job for myself. Gotcha. Um, you know, I was the only person that could do anything and was doing all the stuff and none of it was actually working. So when I told my wife that, you know, we're about to lose everything, she told me to get off my ass and go sell or something. And that was a cool catalyst. It was the right thing I needed to hear at the time to start shifting everything up because I realized as a CEO of a company, I didn't need to be behind the scenes. I actually had to be out front. Okay. Um, and become the face of the company. So, um, you know, as you move through life, you're going to get the shit kicked out of you in numerous ways. Um, I, like, two days ago was called fucking grandpa on TikTok, which I thought was fucking awesome. Um, you know, and uh, another one, I, you know, I have, I'm a completely anti closing the sale. Right. And I teach the opposite of closing a sale. I teach closure. Right. But if you're trying to close the sale, it makes you come across as a greaseball salesperson. Right. right. And I had this guy when I said that he came out and he freaking, you know, was hating on me. He's like anybody who talks about not closing a sale has never sold a thing in their fucking life. I'm like, well, let's compare slips, you know, and, and commissions. But, you know, as you're going through life, if shit's not breaking, if things aren't falling apart, if things aren't screwing up, then you're not going big enough. If it's all hunky-dory and sunshine and rainbows, then you're not pushing yourself to the limit. You're not pushing yourself to extremes. And we aren't built to be mundane and average. We're not built to be, be just the average Joe. We have a new line of shirts coming out that says you can be average. You can be a fucking champion. And, you know, in, in, putting out this thought process, man. And you've heard people say it all the time is people are moving through life like zombies. And I I think for me, up until I turned 40, I'd never really gone for it. I'd really never really challenged myself. I always took the job or career field that was right in front of me. And right. I always took that, that thing that was just right there. And it wasn't until I got out and started getting punched in the face Rocky Balboa style it's not about how hard you can hit it's about how hard you can take a hit and keep moving forward yep. you know which is the greatest quote of all fucking times um but it's it that entire idea that until shit starts breaking until chaos starts happening until things start going haywire then you're just being average you're just moving through life. You've got to be moving so big and loud that shit starts falling apart. Shit starts breaking. And you've got to actually start seeking outside advice because it's bigger than where you've gone before.
0: I love I love that one, I'm right in line with you. It's, it's a world full of so many people that are average, they're walking zombies. They're, they're just going through the, the motions and, and they have a choice. They don't many times, they don't think they have a choice, but they, they do. I mean, you're, you're a testament to it. I am. I mean, I didn't start my entrepreneurial journey till I was in my late thirties. So very similar to, to you. And I also love the fact that if shit isn't breaking, if, if you're not in chaos, you're not pushing hard enough. And, 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 we are wired. Our minds are so wired to keep us in that that lane that everybody says you should go down and and just being average and and life is too short not to play all out and and bust your ass for it and, and go after it. So I I love that piece of it for sure.
2: One hundred percent. You know, and I I wasn't always built this way. I mean, I, I as a sales guy, I was always the first one guy in. I was the last guy to leave, and I thought I worked really really hard but you don't understand how hard you actually need to work until you start your own company because there's no excuses left, right? There's no right. one left to blame. I mean, it's your company. So um, if it's going to succeed, it's going to succeed on your back and your, your diligence to do the right thing. And, you know, back to the whole point of, of your brand and your story, what you're doing, if you're not starting your days off and getting your shit, right. Um, you're going to in for some very rough damn days. So, I mean, for me, probably the greatest thing that I've done is continue to surround myself with absolute badasses that don't let me slip, right? You never want to be surrounded by those motherfuckers that are like, you know, hey, you know, it sucks right now. Why don't you just go get a job, you know, or why don't you try something different? You never want to be around those assholes. You want to be around the people that are like, dude, it's a shitty day. Fuck it. Tomorrow's going to be a shitty day. You know what? The day after that's probably going to be a shitty day. So let's suck it up, make it a good fucking day. Let's get to work and get after it. Because the only way you're going to change your shitty day is to fucking actually get after it, do something, put in the work. And you know this isn't motivational fluff. This is about actually doing the things that will make your business grow and doing the things that will actually keep pushing you forward. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and, and
0: I love the fact of surrounding yourself with those type of people because so often in life, when we're going down that lane, it's high school, college, friends, people that your neighbors with that. Everybody's going down that same path, right? As as it's it's what life and society has told us. So when you're trying to break free from that and put in the work, hustle, grind, get after it, all those pieces. If you're not associated with a group of <coughs> Men, women that are doing that, it's very difficult because you always feel that pull to kind of go back and stay where the tribe's headed, and all those things. And and that's why you surrounding yourself with with other like minded people that are going to say, "Hey, get off your ass, let's go." What are you What are you complaining about? Is is so vital to success?
2: One hundred percent. Um, and you know, average people hang out with average people. You know, so a surefire way to check your life and where you're going. And I'm not saying that that you have to leave your friends and family behind, right? What I'm saying is you've got to have that system of people around you that are going so big that you're not jealous of their success. You're like, fuck, how do I beat them? Mm -hmm. How do I go bigger than they are fucking going? I'm so excited and and so proud of how well they're fucking doing. Now hold my rum and watch this shit because I'm about to whoop their ass and go a lot bigger than they are. And you find that environment and, and you'll dominate in this life. Absolutely dominate in this life.
0: Yeah, love love it. So you started your business, right? And and had that moment six months in where you're you're on the farm, we're about ready to lose it all. How did you how did you go about building it to, to where you're at now?
2: So um a couple of funny happenstances happened was one. Um, I found podcasting, um, and podcasting taught me a lot about, uh, operations and outsourcing and, you know, actually running a company. Um, and then in September of 2018, my non-compete came up. I was under this huge non-compete where I couldn't talk about sales and business development, but once that non-compete came up and I already had a little bit of success because of the podcast, um, it was kind of like, hold my beer and watch this shit. Um, so I flipped a script, <clears throat> started teaching sales and business development again, okay. um, and started helping people transpose their businesses. And that's how flash forward we have six companies now, four best selling, you know, books, and you know, a top podcast. Um, mainly due to the fact that, um, I could talk about sales, but I think another key thing that is huge is, you know, I got to be me. Running my own business allowed me to show up in a dude in in a t-shirt, ball cap, cuss and talk like I talk. And it's allowed me to build my tribe of champions that, you know, are into the way I teach, the way I talk. And those champions have supported us all along the way and helped us build the companies and do the things we're doing. So um, I think the greatest move for anybody in the world as you're building your business is you got to have a vision That's so badass that other people want to help you build it. Hmm. And I think you find that vision and that's the magic to everything. So one of our companies, Success Champions Networking, when I said we're going to change how the world networks and by bringing real badasses together, man, droves of people have jumped on that mission because they realize, you know, networking hasn't evolved since the 1980s. So it's about time somebody came in and fixed that shit. So we are. Um, but that's 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 the magic behind running a business. Is when you get that vision so tight that other people are like, "Fuck, I'm going to be a part of that." It's a good time, real how good did, time.
0: And how how did you? <clears throat> I'm sure there were many iterations of that vision, right? It didn't just pop in necessarily, or maybe it did. But how how did that process go? I,
2: I think it always came back to me: is you you always going to end up where your roots are. Okay, and you know, through my sales career, I constantly found myself running networking groups and the likes, and and those type of things. So, um, uh, I think it's to your point, in iteration. It's a it's a constant evolution of a vision until other people start saying, "Hey, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a play and it's, it's getting away from them some other Teresa complex of I want to save the world, and it's getting very narrowly focused on your lane and what you want to accomplish. You know And once you continue to dial into who are you, who's your brand, you know, who, how are you showing up in the world, and you start putting into place, why am I doing all this? What is it going to accomplish? And it's that final, what's it going to accomplish? Piece that really helps you get that vision defined, and then you know you got it right when people start saying, raising their hand, or like, "Yep, I want to be a part of that."
0: Gotcha, gotcha, love it. And then you you mentioned just helping and getting outside sources, right, uh, and being connected. How was that process for you? Because I will say, as as men, <laughs> it, it it's very difficult at times to say, "Hey, we need help." Right, we're just wired to to not ask for help
2: you know i hear a lot of people say that i think weak minded men are very very suck at asking for help okay um uh and and the reason i say that is i was a weak minded guy for a number of fucking years right and you know me so too. so it took me a long time to get to a place where where i'm like fuck I can only get myself so fucking far. There's already people that have accomplished this shit. So having the courage to fucking step out and go, you know what? There's people already doing this shit. They can probably teach me the ropes um, was, was a lesson that I enjoyed learning. Um, and it's about getting fucking humble and getting rid of, of, of my own alpha personality. I'm always going to be an alpha, but um, not allowing that alpha personality to slow me to fuck down in life and realize that even the greatest athletes in the world have somebody they're fucking leaning on to get better at their game. So, um, uh, yeah, it's, you have to still surround yourself with other badasses, other beasts. You, You have to seek help and realize that you can only take yourself so fucking far. There's other people that can take you the rest of the way.
0: Yeah. I love it. Love it. So Donnie, where can, uh, where can people find you?
2: Yeah, the coolest thing is if you guys will send the word success to 817-318-6030, we'll send you back a whole series of books and trainings and coaching, all fun modules and stuff are absolutely free. Um, You just send the word success to 817-318-6030 or just look up Donnie Bovine wherever you're on social media. All of our stuff will pop up everywhere. Um, but come hang out, come say hi and guys do me a favor. If you've got any value out of this whatsoever and you've got any tidbits of knowledge, anything do Jeff, the biggest favor and share this show with at least one person, maybe two, but tell a couple other people how to listen to this shit. You can tell by his energy and his vibe. He loves doing this and teaching somebody else how to tune into his stuff is like you walked up and gave him a virtual hug. So, so share this off for someone for him to help him out.
0: Love it. Thank you. I, I greatly appreciate that, Donnie. Love the conversation. Thanks for being on the show.
2: Thanks, brother. Appreciate you.
0: Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have an amazing rest of your day. Rice fight, love, repeat. Get after it, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you for listening to the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast. You now have the knowledge, but without action, knowledge is useless. Choose to act,